0: A galaxy flourishing under fragile peace. The universe is open to the free market as humanity ravages its way across the galaxy. With seemingly endless resources at their disposal, wars between planetary governments are now a thing of the past, and large-scale conflict all but forgotten. However, a feud between two great factions is now building below the surface. A powder keg waiting for a spark. However, that's not where our story begins. No, we begin far away from the fighting, a little planet in the fourth quadrant of the galaxy. Welcome to Sunjammer, Episode 1. <music> So we begin in the upper atmosphere. Lasers go flying past the windows as you guys continue careening down to the surface below. The planet is covered in mists and clouds as you begin to break through the upper atmosphere and your ship, the front of it, begins to catch fire as a torrent of flames and smoke spurt out of the back. You have about five seconds before you hit the ground. What are you
1: doing? Shit, 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 shit. I'm gonna
0: brace for impact. Okay.
2: I'm trying to bring us into an easier landing than a nosedive.
0: All right. You try to bring into an easier landing. Can you roll an overcome action?
2: Uh, Yeah, that would be piloting, right?
0: Yes. Yes, piloting totally works. Plus one. Plus...
2: Yeah. Yeah. You're
0: going to come in for a bit of a rough landing. Yeah, we are. So you're preparing yourself. Zeta, what do you do?
3: I'm going to hang on to something, anything, so that way I don't get thrown across the ship.
0: Do you hold on to your chair then? Yeah. All right. You brace yourself for impact. As you guys continue careening down towards the surface, you pass by these shimmering trees. The leaves almost seem to shine. As you pass right through them, part of the wing clicks one of the branches. It takes a good chunk of metal off the side as well as throws one of the engines off balance. Your ship continues to rattle and shake as lasers continue flying past you, pounding into the ground, leaving scorch marks in front of you as you slowly grind across the ground. You eventually make your way to a semi-safe stop.
1: However, you
0: sense that things aren't quite over yet. Ouch.
1: Is it... is it safe, Atticus?
2: Uh, one sec roll call. Who's not dead?
1: Me. I'm dead. Uh,
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> Did I do it? Okay.
1: Joke?
2: It landed. Yeah. <laughs> Much like the ship, it landed. <laughs> Yay.
1: Uh, damage assessment, I guess. Ouch.
2: Oh, this is... Yeah, no, this ship is not gonna be airborne for a while, just based on that landing alone.
1: I'm gonna move to the hatch and step out
0: as you open up the hatch you step out moth would you mind introducing your character
1: yeah so so they step out this short-ish human feathery silver hair thick tan vest with lots of pockets i have a fanny pack some scars are like twisting up my neck from a from a recent surgery what do i see
0: out in front of you you see that the ground is covered in tiny little shards of glass the trees around you are giant and towering, however, none of them have any natural outgrowth from them. All of them are holding on to these shards of glass, perching them on their
1: branches. And as you go out, you begin to hear the roar of engines. Uh, okay, there's a lot of glass out here. I think they're still coming after us.
2: Uh, I'm going to follow after Moth and maybe assess the situation.
1: Atticus,
0: you exit the ship. Do you mind introducing yourself?
2: Yep. Outsteps a rather burly woman in a practical jumpsuit with a tool belt at her waist and work boots. She's also got a cybernetic arm and leg on the right side of her body.
0: What do you want to do as you step out?
2: Mostly look around and try to, like, listen for if the other ships are nearby.
0: As you step out, you listen and you hear a ship coming from behind you guys most likely to the south and it's getting much much closer the roar of the engines is beginning to echo throughout this small creek that you find yourself in uh,
1: zeta zeta get out here quick uh behind trees behind trees okay zeta you step out of the ship do you mind introducing yourself
3: zeta is a six foot five robot no human bits at all just hundred percent pure metal he wears toe shoes some jeans a leather jacket and a baseball cap. And he has uh, his finger guns ready to go God. to shoot any any
0: adversaries. You step out of the ship, and as you look to the side, you see a massive fighter fly in right above you guys. You see it take a couple pop shots down onto you guys. However, it doesn't hit anything. But more importantly, it drops something. Two massive cylindrical pods land on the surface they crack the stone on the ground as they heavily clonk onto this creek five doors end up opening out pods, and out steps five robots Shit! they all sort of posture themselves upright they were once slumped over in their chamber now prepared for an interaction each of them has guns for arms so they have no hands to grab anything or hold merely weapons attached to them. As they walk out of their pods, all five of them look at you guys simultaneously. One of them steps up, each clunky step resonating around the trees. You see these trees are casting a sort of prism-like rainbow-colored hue onto these robots. As the sun begins to slowly reach over this creek, the robot finally makes its way up to you guys. Hi there. It's very nice to meet you all. I apologize, but we would like to request that Miss Atticus come with us immediately. Hey, uh, Atticus, do you... do you know this guy?
2: Not personally.
0: Miss Atticus, driving Tetra Model Z, is to be returned to CGF post-haste. Wait, CGF? you guys are CGF? Indeed.
2: That's not gonna happen today, I'm afraid.
0: Apologies. We would like to reiterate once more before we remove you by force. Would Miss Atticus please come along with us?
2: Absolutely not.
0: Alright then. You see it points up its gun arm at you. Ready yourself for battle. So this battlefield is sort of multi-tiered. At the top is your first zone. The zone you guys are on with the crash site, the crash ship, lying on this creek. Then you have the creek going down a bit. The plane sort of shifts down with a sudden cliff edge. It's no more than hip height tall. However, it is a sheer drop. This drop then leads to another drop. All of these have different rocks and trees jutting out around them. Covered in cover is the first aspect of the battlefield. The second aspect is prismatic glass. On the second zone are the robot drop pods. So they lie one zone away from you. Let's ready ourselves for battle. As time sort of
1: slows,
0: this robot draws its gun up. What do you want to do,
1: moth? Do I, like, know anything about this specific make of robot? Like, have I seen them before?
0: Do you mind rolling an overcome action for that?
1: I would like to use tech, (laughs) if I
0: can. Uh, I'd say yes, this is an old enough model that your technical expertise would apply. Okay, then plus two. So this model is called a basic bot. It's a very simple model sold by Zodiac Incorporated. And essentially, it's an all-purpose robot with detachable limbs that you can attach any sort of tool to.
1: Okay. I'm going to take a pot shot at the first one, except I'm going to try to shoot it such that it, like, knocks the gun away from us. So more of an Uh, advantage than a damage type of thing.
0: So you want to create an advantage?
1: Yeah. All right, then. I need you to roll
0: to create an advantage.
1: I rolled a plus zero.
0: It rolled a negative one.
1: Oh, that's fortunate.
0: You ended up creating an advantage with one free invocation. I'll call the advantage off kilter. Perfect. As this robot lifts up its gun, all of a sudden... You pull out your gun and shoot its arm out of the way. It is now a bit off kilter. All right, Atticus, what do you want to do?
2: How badly is the ship falling apart right now?
0: The ship is on fire. Fantastic. (laughs) Its engines are currently spinning out of control as smoke plumes out of the back of the cabin.
2: Any electricity sparking off of that bad boy?
0: Oh, you know it. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
2: I'm going to jump off the ledge and try to get down there to one of the bots. Not the one that was, yeah, the one that was knocked off kilter and punch it.
0: If you want to get the one off kilter, it's actually in the same zone as you. So oh, you can just... great.
2: I'm just going to deck that one without moving. Uh, it's a plus four without the invocation.
0: Okay, so you succeeded by four shifts. <laughs> Would you like to use the free invocation? <laughs>
2: No, what I'd instead like to use is my stunt lightning fists. Oh my (laughs) And this thing is now stunned.
0: (laughs) Oh, oh no, this poor boy. (laughs) Alright, so it takes a moderate consequence, I'm gonna call it shattered sternum, as you have decked (laughs) it with your cybernetic arm.
2: Yeah, so, like, my hand suddenly, like, electricity sparks off the knuckles as I go in to drive the fish into its, well, robotic sternum.
0: And does stunned create an advantage?
2: It creates the stunned aspect with one free invocation after a successful fight attack.
0: Yep, okay, this poor thing. I'm so sorry. It came up to ask a friendly question. to Bow! <laughs> <Grand laughs> That's so great. Okay, it's now Zeta's turn. Do I even need to ask what you're going to do?
3: I'm gonna shoot it.
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) My back hurts.
0: You're going to shoot the stunned bot, just checking, correct? Yes, that'll be a plus three. You succeeded by three shifts. It is not rolling well. Would you like to use the free invocation? of both things it has it's both off kilter and
1: stunned would you like to use the two free invocations then if you leave the if you leave the stunned one for me i have an idea for that one all right, can I'll leave it. off-kilter if you I don't want.
0: know if it's going to survive <laughs> if he leaves stunned. Oh, I'm aware. I'm aware.
1: But stunned might last after it's dead, because there'll still be, like, electricity coursing through it, you know?
0: Oh, dear. All right, mm-hmm. so do you want to use the off-kilter invocation?
1: Nah, I'll leave that. Okay, so
0: you succeed by three. Mm-hmm. It takes a severe consequence. As you pull out your finger gun desperado style, you poof, hit it right in its joint and one of its detachable arms flies off. Okay, man, you wrecked this first <laughs> Boy, boy. Oh, no. All right, so it's the rest of the bots' turns. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So two of the bots come out, and one of them goes up into your guys' zone. It's going to try to take a pop shot at you, Zeta. All right. Plus four.
3: That is a plus four
0: okay you dodge out of the way of it as the shot goes flying past you it hits one of the trees and it shakes some of that glass loose as it falls onto the ground he creates the boost prismatic distraction all right the second bot is going to keep its distance and try to shoot at Atticus. Great. And that's that's a plus two.
2: I rolled a minus two and I have a plus
0: zero. Oh, no. All right. <laughs> it's
2: going great here in the realm.
0: It succeeds by four shift. Yeah. yeah. Four shifts.
2: <laughs> that's so, a consequence. <laughs> yes,
0: yeah, so you can take a two stress and a two consequence. All right. It's also going to create an advantage against you with that success. As it shoots at you, You end up sliding out of the way. However, you manage to cut your non-cybernetic hand against some of the glass on the floor on your landing. It's going to create the advantage, let's just call it distracted by pain, as there's now glass shards in your hand. Then the next two are gonna move. You see the next two, as they step out, you see them stretch their backs as something pulls out of it. And both of them launch up into the air. Ah,
1: shit. They can fly, guys. They can fly.
0: (laughs)
2: Oh, nads.
0: (laughs) The two of them fly up into the air. They're about two zones above you. Okay. You see both of them also have different arms. They have a hand and a much
1: longer gun arm. Moth, it is now your turn again. What do you do? I'm going to run up to the one that's off kilter. And can I see if it also has like one of the flight enabling devices?
0: You run up to the one that's off kilter.
1: This guy has basically surrendered. (laughs) He's not moving. Does he have one of the flight devices? He
0: does not have the flight device. However, he does have one gun arm left. Okay. And the other gun arm has flown off somewhere
1: else in this zone. I'm going to call to Atticus. Hey, do you think you could throw this guy up there?
2: I can certainly try. (laughs) All right.
1: Uh, I'm going to just attempt to like pull off its head so that it won't really resist that.
0: This is like a coup de (laughs) grace. Yeah, basically.
1: (laughs) If you're trying to make it not resist, you can use your shoot action instead to just sort of, you know. Actually, that would make more sense. I'll just, uh, I'm going to walk up to it and just take it out while we have the chance. (laughs) As you step up to it, you just (laughs) with the one shot. Got
0: the robots down. All right. It powers off. It is now Atticus' turn.
2: Taking that idea that was pitched last turn, I'm going to grab the robot torso and try to hurl it up to the ones that are.
0: What stat would you like to use for this cuz I have no idea? I, see the I feel here.
2: like I could use grit for this one.
0: Grit seems reasonable. If you would like to use grit, I'm not going to argue. Cuz
2: I got guns.
0: I'm not going to argue if you want to use grit, so
2: I have a different kind of guns.
0: Let's Oh, it... oh, so since you're throwing it at them, they're going to directly be dodging and that is a plus 0, so
2: I
1: rolled a plus three. Oh, <laughs> you could also. I think you could reasonably invoke the stunned thing if it's an electrical. If it's yeah,
2: that's what no. I'm gonna do. That. <laughs> still some remnants from my electro fist (laughs) reverberating in that torso. Are you
1: trying to take Uh, them out or knock them down?
2: Either or. I'll take what I can get.
0: I would like you to specify since you succeeded.
2: My intent is to knock one out of the air.
0: So (laughs) as you grip onto this thing you grip tightly enough with your cybernetic hand that you begin to fold some of the metal in as you spin around Mario 64 style (laughs) and (laughs) toss this robot up on to one of the jetpack ones. It lands sideways onto him as you see a surge of energy transferred between the two and one of them goes down, falling directly onto his back. Nice. Nice throw. Would you like to create an advantage or would you like that to do damage?
2: Advantage, baby. Advantage. All right.
1: We'll we'll call the advantage pinned. Two free invokes because success with style?
0: Yes, two free invokes because it's success with style. And the stunned transferred. Oh, So, Oh, dear. So there is now three free invokes on this poor, poor bot. I oh, just so went for my turn. What are you going to do,
3: Zayda? I'm going to shoot at him as he's pinned.
0: <laughs> are you going to stay in the same zone or are you going to move?
3: Uh, I'm going to move to his zone.
0: Okay, you move one zone forward over that small cliff edge. All right. Okay, he rolled a minus one. I got a plus three. Do you want to take any of the three free invokes? I'll take one from pinned. One from pinned. Okay, then you get a plus five. <laughs> You get a plus six, actually. Mm. He's gonna take one plus two consequence, plus a moderate consequence. And let's call the moderate consequence, let's call it shot through body. You shot directly through its sort of hip area. As you manage to, once again, Desperado style, BAM! Hit him right through the hip. This guy's not happy. Now it's the rest of their turns. One of the basic bots comes up to you, Atticus, and tries to get point blank a shot out on you. It's going to invoke its boost against you, which is distracted by pain. Mm -hmm. It's going to roll the shoot action with that invocation before it's even, it really needed it. It got a plus one, total plus one.
2: So I rolled a zero on that.
0: Okay, so you take one shift of damage.
2: Which is going in my two shift stress box.
0: Alright, that is <laughs> that that could have gone worse. As it gets right up point blank against you, it shoots. And you still somehow manage on your light feet to dodge out of the way of the shot. Shit. Barely scraping by as the bullet hits the side of your ship. Whoa there. Next, it's going to be the other basic bot's turn, which is going to take a pop shot at you, Moth. That is a plus five for them. Oh.
1: God damn. Okay. Uh, I rolled a plus two. Yeah, that's not good. It
0: <laughs> succeeds by three shifts. Mm-hmm. What
1: are you going to be taking? I'll just knock out my third physical stress box. I'll duck under that sort of fall back and like scoot back on my hands and knees. As you duck under it, it ends up
0: hitting the tree behind you as it scorches the side of it and a bit of gas releases from the scorch mark. The jumper bot who is pinned is going to take an action to remove the bot from on top of him. I'm gonna say that that's gonna be a plus two. Okay, so it succeeds. It gets the bot off of them, so it no longer has the pinned advantage against it. So you only have one free invoke of the stunned advantage. The second flying bot is going to take a pop shot at Zeta. That's a plus six. A plus four. Plus four. Oh, (laughs) that came in clutch. Okay, you get your plus four. What are you going to take?
3: I'll just take two shifts of stress.
0: All right, as you take two shifts of stress, this thing aims its rifle directly down onto you. You see it power up with a bright orange glow as it zaps down onto you in a direct beam. You manage to scramble out of the way, just barely avoiding the strike as it has pierced the ground below you and dug down an extra two inches. It is a heavy impact rifle. Moth, it is your turn once again. What are you doing?
1: Identifying this long gun boy as a pretty major threat. I'm going to take my little pistol and uh, try to shoot at one of the branches above it. Because Zeta was distracted by the glass earlier. I'm going to see if I can also overload its visual systems. You want to shoot the branches above it? Yes.
0: I'd say that that's going to be pretty easy. So a plus two.
1: I rolled uh, raw zero plus three for shoot and plus two for my stunt. That looks important. Uh, plus two to create an advantage <laughs> when firing at an inanimate an object.
0: You end up succeeding with style as this branch falls. It sort of tilts over releasing all the grass from this weird fibrous net it's created to catch it. As the glass bounces up, It shines directly into the optics and reticles of this flying robot. It is entirely blinded by this sheet of reflective glass overloaded
1: visual circuits with two invokes yep atticus what are you doing
2: so the bot that's currently has the invoke of stunned i'm going to approach that bot these bots are modular it, this one has two gun arms right yes so at least one of those i'm gonna try to just detach it you're
0: gonna chew back <laughs> on this poor off. robot
2: <laughs> just take it off that's a tech role, right?
1: <laughs> I mean, yes. <laughs> kind of.
2: Fantastic. Wait, Tinker.
1: I'd argue that's Tinker. Tinker.
2: Oh, you bitch. Up even oh, no. Better. I think that's that's better a for you. plus five <laughs> without invoking stunned.
0: That's your best stat. That is a minus two to defend itself. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You go up to this poor, poor boy. <laughs> as you grab onto its shoulder, are you doing this as an advantage or for damage?
2: Advantage.
0: I guess it doesn't matter since you succeeded by so many shifts. <laughs>
2: advantage you kind of, unarmed all
0: right uh grab <laughs> no, but... shoulder as you rip its arm off do you hold on to the arm yes or <laughs> you have stolen its arm it is now unarmed and since it has no other weapons it is defenseless
2: right the other one's a hand it's
0: effectively taken out nice it looks at its arm looks at you sits down and powers (laughs) off (laughs) (laughs) as as it just lies flat against the ground all right you now have its arm zeta what are you doing
3: what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna like right after i dodged that shot from above gonna like spin around and shoot back at it
0: what'd you roll plus two it rolled a plus one Would you like to use any of the free invocations of overloaded sensors?
3: Yeah, I, I will take one.
0: Just one or both?
3: Oh, I'll take both then.
0: You now have plus five on this robot. It's going to take a plus two plus a moderate consequence as you have now shot it directly through its chest and up its shoulder. It's going to take the consequence shot through. As you guys continue to trade shots for a little while longer, the robots eventually realize they are on the losing side of the battle. As you all finish out, the remaining robots surrender. They power down as to not reveal any information, and their either unconscious or dead programmed bodies litter the creek. You guys have won. The ground is scorched as burned glass has now covered the area. Multiple tree branches have been shot down and various trees have scorch marks on the side of them. The area is a mess. And your ship is still on fire.
2: I guess I better go deal with that. And I'm gonna go find the fire extinguisher.
1: The ship that was flying over and like dropped the pods, is that still in the area or did it leave?
0: You haven't seen it come back. Okay. You're not quite sure what to think about that, but you know it's certainly not here.
1: You go to
0: check out the ship and do you put out the fire?
2: Yeah, yeah, I'm getting the fire extinguisher and putting this
0: out. As you put out the fire, the fire extinguisher calms the flames as eventually the engine begins to spin itself out and it finally stops. Smoke begins to evacuate from the cabin as the fire has been doused.
1: Well, that was uh, a little bit more exciting than I thought it would be. Atticus, does this happen to you a lot?
2: Sometimes, about once a month or so.
3: (laughs) Is it safe to be traveling with you
2: then? That is your call to make.
1: (laughs) Uh, Hmm. for now, I... uh... Hey, can I see that gun you took earlier? Where'd you
2: Oh yeah, absolutely. Need a hand?
0: <laughs> <laughs> as, as
1: you hand them
0: the gun, you hear a three-tone ring from the cabin of your ship.
2: I guess I better go answer that.
0: You go into the cabin, and as you do, up pops a bust image of a cowboy. (laughs) He looks at you with half of his chest just cut off, missing, in a holographic, three-dimensional photo of him. He goes, howdy there, captain. It's very nice to see you again.
2: Hi, manual transmission. The ship's rather busted, as you probably know. <laughs> uh,
0: yes, I was just about to ask about that. Are you all okay?
2: Uh, yeah. No, no casualties on our end.
0: Ah, that's very good then. Would you like me to run a diagnostic for you?
2: Yes, please.
0: <laughs> sure thing. Just give me a quick sec, I'll be right back with you. As that happens, you two outside, you see someone begin driving up to you. They're in this small compact vehicle with a very tough roof above head. It's sort of like if a golf cart had a reinforced roof. It's pretty quick as well as it begins speedily driving up to you guys. It only has one occupant as well. As they make their way up to you guys, you can see that it's a taller person with a feminine figure. They have this very vibrant green and blue coat, as well as blue pants and a gradient green shirt. They also have a vibrant green and blue helmet that they take off. You can see that they have long brown hair as well as brown eyes as they walk up to you. Hi! Is everyone okay over here? There seem to be a lot of smoke and what not coming from here. I heard a couple of gunshots.
1: You all doing good? Yeah, I, I think we're uh, we're okay now. Sorry, who are you? Oh, very sorry.
0: It's very rude to not introduce myself. My name's Maria. It's very nice to meet you all. I just wanted to make sure everything was going okay. I saw a ship earlier on kind of flew around here taking pop shots down are you guys all right well
1: their ship's a little busted up as you can see yeah i can kind of see that where are we right now we uh, we didn't really get a good look coming down to the surface you're pretty far out in the sticks if i'm being entirely honest
0: though i'm guessing you probably already know that you're currently on planet el 3017 but us locals just call it Apulenka. are there any settlements around here yeah actually i came here from my village oh How far away is that? It's about four or five miles that way. And you see they point through the trees going in sort of a north-northeast direction. It's kind of small, though. I don't know if we'd be able to repair your ship, but we could house you guys for a couple of days, certainly.
3: Is it the same direction that they came
1: from?
0: Yes, it is. Okay. Yeah, we could absolutely house you guys for a couple of days. That's no problem.
1: Honestly, I think that would be... A great help. Uh, our captain's aboard ship right now. She'd be able to, well, determine more of what sort of help we need. But, um, if you could give us a ride back at some point in the next little while, that'd be very helpful.
0: Sure. Actually, I could give you guys a ride back immediately in this little buggy. We could send a bigger vehicle along to gather up your ship once we get back.
1: Yeah, that seems, that seems good. Here, I'll, I'll be, uh, right back. Oh, sure thing. I'm gonna go aboard and find Atticus. Yeah, what's up? Hey, uh... Someone's here. Uh, Their name is Maria. Uh, They say they're from a village near here. They've offered to give us housing and perhaps tow the ship.
2: Uh, As long as they're towing the ship, yeah. I just don't think leaving it here is a good idea.
1: Yeah, that's fair.
2: Damage just at a glance is extensive. Just waiting on Manuel to get back to me.
0: Manuel all of a sudden pops up. It seems that the ship has retained severe damage in its sunjammer, its engines and its liftoff systems, as well as on the right wing. Immediate repairs are required to take launch
1: once again.
2: All right. Thank you, Manuel. Mm
1: No problem. Do you think these are things you'll be able to do now, or do we need supplies first?
2: Oh, we need supplies, definitely. I don't know about this system, whether there's the parts that we need, or if any of it would be necessarily compatible, but step one is getting this thing able to take off off-planet. Much less into the air. <laughs> but course. yeah, we're definitely not leaving the system in its current state, because uh, Sun Jammers busted.
1: Yeah, those are pricey. Yeah. How pricey? (laughs) Zeta
0: says, (laughs) peeking his head into the cabin. Yeah,
1: I've I've just kind of like,
3: you know, sauntered on in.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You see now Maria Uh, has sauntered in with him. Oh,
1: hey.
2: Oh, hello. I, I figure you're
0: Maria? Hi. Yes, I am Maria. It's very nice to meet you.
2: Nice to meet you too. So you're offering us lodging and transport of the ship? Yes. Alright, anything you ask in return for that?
0: Yes, but I can explain it once we get back to the village. It'll make more sense there.
2: Any information you could offer on that before we go would be fantastic.
0: I realize that probably doesn't sound very trustworthy now that I said it out loud. Yeah, no it doesn't. Well, you see, we're kind of holding a celebration. I don't know if you know, but on this planet, it rains glass. It's the most amazing thing. Tourists occasionally come out here if they manage to find out where this place is, but it's absolutely beautiful. We hold a festival for it every year. It's called the Festival of the Fragile Rain. It's, I like it's that. beautiful. <laughs> yeah, it's an amazing sight. However, there's been a string of ransackings of villages in the area, so we really need to build up some defenses for this year to make sure no unsavory characters come by during the festivities. So I was thinking, since you guys are good at shooting stuff, that you could help create some defenses for us to make sure we don't get, you know, robbed while our festival's going on.
2: All right. That seems reasonable.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And in return for that, you can stay as long as you need to. Everything's available to you.
1: Well, sounds like right? we might be there a while. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I think we accept.
0: All right. Just letting you know, by the way, you'll be staying with me in the dock once you get over there. All right. Who's the doc? He's just our doctor. We don't oh. really know his name. So we just all call him the (laughs) Doc.
1: Fair enough.
0: He's a pretty cool guy though. Anyways, you want to come along with me? We can tow your ship later. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. let me get my my gear put together. You guys manage to gather your things up from the ship into three separate bags. As you toss them into the back of the buggy, the buggy almost lists a bit as the back end is weighed down by your belongings. However, Zeta hopping into the buggy quickly offsets the weight as everyone settles in. You begin your drive down to the village. You guys begin your drive through the forest. You see that the wheels on this little buggy are heavily lined with metal. As it continues rolling, you eventually reach your way through this shining forest to the village. Trees have been cleared out of the way as beautiful stretching farmland and this odd wheat covered in shimmering glass waves in the breeze. You see the village, it's very homely. Small buildings dot the area as the town center is bustling with life. You've reached a small village in the sticks and you're ready for your first adventure.